Hello, dear friend, and welcome to this week's session of Contemplate here on the Neighbors Church podcast, a weekly rhythmic time where we together as a community sit down, get settled, slow down our hearts, minds, bodies, our souls to meditate and reflect in the scriptures and to just have a moment of reprieve. Maybe you're starting your day today with this contemplate session. Maybe you're ending it, laying there in bed, preparing to go to sleep. Maybe it's midday, you're stuck in traffic or you're taking a break from work. Wherever you find yourself, we pray and have prayed for you that this time would be a moment where heaven and earth come together, where the space becomes a little bit thin between the physical and the spiritual, where we are able to pioneer out into the frontiers of God's presence and find peace, find joy, find solace, find courage, find new meaning, find new purpose. We have begun our journey through the book of Philippians, a letter written to a fledgling community of Jesus followers in the city of Philippi in the province of Macedonia, nestled into the Roman Empire, written by a Jewish rabbi named Paul around the year 61, 62 AD. Paul, writing from imprisonment, um, writing to encourage the people of Philippi to exhort them to steady on, to be steadfast, to be faithful, to get along with each other, all sorts of beautiful words of exhortation throughout the book of Philippians. And we're calling Philippians a handbook on human flourishing. It has contained in it everything that we need for contentment, peace, joy, happiness, purpose, meaning, community. It's all there in this short little letter. And a primary practice interwoven throughout the entirety of the letter is the practice of prayer. And in chapter one, Paul prays a specific prayer over the Philippians. And I thought it would be beneficial and helpful for our souls to pray this same prayer over us as a community. If you've been listening for a while, you know the routine. Find yourself a quiet place and get settled. You can lay down. You can be seated, upright. The point being... You want to embody a posture of openness, of surrender, of availability to however our Father, our Creator, may communicate with us or give something to us in this brief time of prayer and meditation. We'll read through the prayer about two times today in a Lectio Divina, in a sacred reading style. If at any point in the reading, the Spirit illuminates a word or a scripture, I would encourage you not to rush on from that. Pause the podcast, meditate, move more deeply into that word, that phrase, that idea, and trust that in that way in that practice of meditation and contemplation and prayer, you are communing with your creator. He's guiding you in your conscious and unconscious being. Having settled, become aware of your breath now. It's often helpful to breathe in deeply into the very core of your being 
and release the air slowly. Just releasing the anxieties, the pressures, the to-do list that's in front of you for the rest of the day or for tomorrow, the, the list of wish you could have done's that have already gone past. Just come into the present moment now in your body, in prayer, in the presence of God. Paul praying for the Philippians says, this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. What are your hopes and dreams today? Desires, needs, wants, longings. As you breathe, wherever you find yourself, let the weight of your body be held to the earth by gravity and just begin to feel, to notice, to become aware of all the emotional complexities of your inner being. And now, become aware of the faces, the friends, the family members, coworkers, colleagues, fellow students, people with whom you commune in your day-in, day-out activity, your sphere of influence. Another breath into your body. You carry into all of these relational systems, these emotional complexities, and they influence the others around you, and their emotional complexities influence you. We are a network of complex emotional attunements one unto another, both for good and for bad. And so Paul's first prayer for the Philippian community is that love may abound more and more. When Paul prays for love, he prays for love defined by Jesus, self-sacrificial, other-oriented a love that disadvantages our personal self for the well-being and flourishing of the beloved. In your body and in your mind and your heart, ask the Holy Spirit to give you an embodied sense or even a mental decision, a choice, that today you would overflow with this selfless, sacrificial, servant-hearted, 
others-oriented love. That whichever relational system you walk into, be that a workplace or a family or a circle of friends, that in that circle, in that sphere of influence, love would abound. Envision loving in a selfless and sacrificial way the people around you, the people that you'll be with tomorrow. Paul prays that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight. For Paul, knowledge was more than just head knowledge. It was experiential knowledge. As you're praying in your body, breathing, present, aware of the emotional complexity that is your innermost being, can you allow yourself? It feels vulnerable. It feels fragile. But can you surrender a little more deeply to the unconditional love of God for you, his delight in you, his absolute centeredness on you. Can you give yourself over to that by faith, by trust? You may notice in your body where you're resisting that love, that embodied experiential knowledge of that love, overcompensating, trying to control keeping things in order with the mental running stream of consciousness, the thousand things to do to order the universe according to your will. With this breath, can you allow Jesus's love to abound more and more in your body, in your soul, in your heart, as gravity pulls you down onto the earth, as air goes in and out of your lungs, prays for depth of insight so that we would be able to discern what is best and be pure and blameless for the day of Jesus. Paul is piling up some technical terms here in the Greek language that carry the idea of a moral awareness, depth of insight. Said more simply, Paul prays that we would know how to do God's will in the world today, how to accomplish his purposes. Think again about your circle of influence, your circle of friends or family members, coworkers, students, neighbors. and open yourself to trusting God to give you depth of insight, to give you a moral awareness, to give you an ability to know how to interact with them in this 
others-centered, self-sacrificial, aboundingly loving way. That you don't have to conjure or strive or strategize how or what you're supposed to do today in your circle of influence in this world. God, the Holy Spirit, indwelling you right now, overflowing you with love, will give you insight in that conversation, in that moment of conflict, in that issue that's so gray, it's not black and white. Allow your whole body to trust that God will provide for you discernment to do what's best that you would remain pure and blameless until Jesus returns. And now with another breath, Paul prays that we would be filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. God is making all that is wrong in the world right. And the primary means that he is using to make the wrong in the world right is you. You abounding in love today. You with an experiential knowledge of God's grace and mercy in your body and the deep emotional complexity of your being. You being granted depth of insight and the ability to discern the best course of action, the best words to speak, the moments to be silent. Today, God fills you and his world with the fruits of rightness, the fruits of righteousness through Jesus indwelling you, going before you, operating in you through his presence by the Spirit. And all of this culminates to the glory and praise of God. As I give a final reading, our second full reading of this prayer, I'd invite you to generate a sensation of gratitude and thanksgiving, praise and honor, applause and adoration towards your Father who has given you this brief moment to remind you of his love and to bring love to an abounding overflow, who knows you and gives you an experiential knowledge of his knowledge of you, who grants you depth of insight and an ability and awareness to know what to do, to know what is best in every circumstance, every conversation, who today is making right all that is wrong in the world through you. Offer him gratitude and thanksgiving with the whole of your body as we read this prayer one more time. This is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. And with a final deep breath, friends, Shalom. Shalom.